What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Nostalgia and Now. As always, it's your host, Kelly. I hope you've had a fantastic week. I do feel like last week was kind of a long one. Honestly, when it was like Thursday, I was like, it feels like it should be Friday. It had like, I don't know what it was. I did a lot of work, so maybe that's why. Like, I had a lot to do last week for for my job. And then we had some pretty cool conversations about Beyond the Blinds. So definitely keep your eyes peeled for some kind of announcement. There's going to be an announcement coming up. And I probably shouldn't even, like, I shouldn't tell you guys. I don't know. I'm really bad at keeping secrets. I don't know what it is. I know what it is. I like to tell people stuff. And I'm just going to say, keep an eye open. There's some kind of event happening soon. It'll be announced, I think, this upcoming week, if not beginning of next week. It'll be announced. And yeah, it's going to kill me to hold it in because I like to tell everyone everything. It's just, it's a little quirky, quirky trait I have, I guess. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I went to Pitbull on Thursday night and it was like being at a nightclub. It was like you're thrown into a nightclub in like 2012. It was so much fun. I was shocked at how many young people were there. And I know I sound like even older being like, I'm so surprised there were so many young people, but I didn't think Pitbull was like relevant, I guess. When I bought the tickets, I was like, oh, it's going to be like, everyone's going to be like my age or older and we're all going to have so much fun. No, I was an old person. I was an old person at the Pitbull concert and that really, really hurt me. But you know what? These kids, they don't understand the excitement of driving to the club because Lyft and Uber weren't really a big thing back then. And you get there and all of a sudden you hear, it's going down. I'm yelling timber. And you're just like, holy shit, let's fucking go. Like when you heard Pitbull, you knew you were going to party. You knew you were going to dance with someone. And that's that. You're going to have a great time. But overall, I mean, I had a great week. I hope you guys did too. I'm happy to be recording again. I will tell you, I'm going to be in a wedding in two weeks. So there will be an episode next week, but not the following week. Maybe I'll be able to record, but I don't think I will. I am flying back to Massachusetts just for like a quick turnaround type trip. I'm leaving on Friday and coming back Monday. Um, so yeah, so yeah, those are my those are my upcoming plans. And like I said, a fun announcement's going to be coming your way soon. So if you're not following the Beyond the Blinds Instagram, make sure you're doing that. Although I will definitely be posting on Laguna Beach as well. I don't think there's anything, there's nothing else I can really talk about at the moment. Jolene. She's getting spayed soon. She's getting big. I'm emotional about it. Um, Gail's jumping up on the bed with me. She finally feels comfortable here after all this time. We have a show to recap because recaps are coming back this week. Now, it's been a little bit since we have done a Keeping Up with Kristen Cavallari section, but I was waiting for her to kind of make the first magazine strike when it come, when it came to Jay and Jana's relationship. It's been rather quiet on her side. I'd say the only thing that she's really done is post a photo with the caption unbothered. But other than that, Kristen has been rather quiet. And I was surprised because Kristen is really good at playing the media game. I've said this since day one. Whether you like Kristen or not, you have to respect the fact that she knows how to be in the media all the time. She knows how to kind of sell a story without being annoying, right? Like Spencer and Heidi, I think they overdo it. 
But Kristen, I mean, when Kristen was going through the divorce originally, there were too many stories in my opinion. But Kristen handled the Jay and Jana stuff, knowing that it was going to fizzle out, knowing that it wasn't going to last very long at all. And apparently it only lasted three weeks because Jana has confirmed that her and Jay fizzled out. You know, they're no longer hanging out, no longer talking. Uh, She just wants to find like a good guy. But a Us Weekly article came out basically saying Jay was using Jana to try and get Kristen jealous. It seems like whenever you see a story, it's always about Jay trying to make Kristen jealous. That's also kind of the word around Nashville is that he's just trying to get under Kristen's skin at all times. Do I know if it's true or not? No, that's what we like to call allegedly. But when the Us Weekly article came out, Kristen's, a source close to Kristen said, Kristen never cared. She knew it was going to fizzle out eventually. And I was just like, Kristen was just waiting. Because again, she did know they were going to break up. She did know they weren't going to last. And she's just like, all right, I'll wait to sell my story to Us Weekly in three, two, one. And then she did it. And of course, she looks, she doesn't look bad. She never looks bad in the media, in my opinion. The only time I can ever remember Kristen getting real backlash is when she took that picture in New York for like 9-11 and the caption was pretty bad and the photo was pretty like tone deaf to be posting on that day. And she was like, no, my social media person did it, but now they're fired. But on multiple occasions, Kristen has been like, nobody runs my social but me. I'm like, you got to get your story right before you sell a story. Anyway, the reason I wanted to do this is Kristen actually did a Q&A on Instagram. And I was shocked that she answered this. Someone asked how many times she had been in love. And she said three times her high school boyfriend, which we know is Steven, when she got married, which is Jay. And then she said my boyfriend at 19. And originally I was like, oh, Brody. And then I was like, it's not Brody. It's Nick Zano. Do you remember the hold that Nick Zano had on Young Hollywood just for a short amount of time? He was on What I Like About You with Amanda Bynes, and I do. he was just like a quick hottie. A, a lot of people had a crush on him. A lot of people thought he was hot, and then he just kind of faded away. But I do remember when him and Kristen dated. I believe she got like either an N or a Z tattooed on her, and they got matching tattoos, but they did not end up together, obviously. Um, I was surprised, though, Brody wasn't on the list. I always thought that they had more of a serious relationship, but obviously I'm incorrect. And the only three people she's ever been in love with are Stephen Coletti, Nick Zano, and Jay Cutler. Whenever those like, whenever people with a lot of followers do those AMAs, I always wonder if they just ask themselves questions. I mean, when I do it, I don't get a ton of um, questions, obviously. But when like someone like Kristen does it, you know she has 1,300 questions asking about her and Lauren. And I feel like it would just be smart for her to be like, all right, let's 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 have somebody ask what Uncommon James jewelry I'm wearing. Let's, let's do that. Um, she did say that she is opening her Uncommon James in Charleston, South Carolina next year. I would love it if she was on some kind of Southern Charm, just even here or there. I'd watch it. Um, I've never watched Southern Charm just because I've heard how horrendous the cast is. But I am excited to watch Winter House on Bravo. Anyway, back to Kristen. She also said that her and Justin are filming something, but it's not a reality show about her life necessarily. So I'm curious if they're trying to just shoot like a sizzler reel for something. It could be a Bravo show. I don't know. 
I have no insight on that. And I know that's very, very sad, but no insight on what Kristen is working on. I just came here to say she's finally talking to us weekly. Of course, it's sources, not her. And the three guys that she admitted she loved are Steven, Nick Zano, and Jay Cutler. But overall, I'd say Kristen's been pretty quiet lately. I'm curious to see what she has up her sleeve. Now you guys know one of my favorite guilty pleasure shows is Floribama Shore, which is now back on MTV. It's been on for about a month, I think. I think we're four episodes in. And I don't like to talk about shows until I, until I have a little bit of time with them, right? Like I could have talked about the season premiere, but what could I have said? There wasn't a lot that's gone on. Um, a few people have asked me. I was supposed to have a cast member from Floribama Shore, on the podcast. I've talked about it quite a bit, but I will repeat myself. Um, Unfortunately, because they were about to film again, MTV, I'm not on like a specific list for MTV uh, when it comes to like approved podcasts. So they had to ask. And unfortunately at the time it was a no, but hopefully they'll be on soon. But anyway, back to the new season. It's interesting to see everybody pretty much getting along. I will say with these like ensemble casts, like Jersey Shore, Floribama Shore, uh, Summer House, these kind of Vanderpump Rules even, I don't like the COVID seasons. I don't like that they're kind of just in the house. You know, you want to see them at bars fighting and being dumb. At least I do. You know, I don't want all kumbaya. I will say I'm surprised by Gus this season. Gus seems like he realized how awful he was last season and is maybe growing from it. I then realized he's also only 25, so Gus is, like, very young. I guess I didn't realize how young he was. I thought he was, like, 27, 28, a little bit older. But, no, he's only 25. Not that it's an excuse for how he has been the last few seasons. But I don't understand the hate for Jeremiah. He, like, truly, truly hates Jeremiah. And Jeremiah seems to just want to get along with everybody and doesn't want to fight and doesn't want to ruin family vacations anymore. And... This last episode, Jeremiah put together a vanity for Nilsa, and um, Gus is just like, he's such a kiss-ass. Don't you hate how much of a kiss-ass he is? He's helping a pregnant girl with a vanity. Maybe he's kissing her ass a little bit, but he's also probably trying to, like, help her because she's pregnant. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a crazy thing to think. Um, This last episode, Amy had a lot of struggles due to her, I think they're still dating, her boyfriend has an addiction issue, and she couldn't get a hold of him. She wanted to go home. She didn't end up going home. She got um, him on the phone with her, and they ended up, like, talking things out. Dalton, I think his name is. I think it's – I almost said Dustin. I think it's Dalton. I could be – it could be neither of those names, to be totally honest. But if you don't watch Floribama Shore, I'm not going to say start this season, but season one, season two, season three, not bad. This season just kind of boring. I'm not going to lie. I think that it'll turn up again. But for the moment, I will say, Floribama Shore, this kumbaya, everyone getting along a little bit too well for my liking. But I do think it's highly underrated. I don't think MTV puts enough promotion into this show because it is a funny show, guys. I promise you, it's funny. Honestly, maybe I'm just pushing you to watch it so MTV doesn't play ridiculousness 24-7 anymore. Maybe if more people watch Floribama Shore, the challenge teen mom, they'll be like, oh, maybe we'll play reruns of that. No, they won't. Am I crazy? There's no chance. Rob Deerdick definitely saw some, like, higher up murder somebody, and that's why ridiculousness is on all the time. All right, my good people, it is time to bring back the recaps. I know it has been a while, but we are recapping The Hills, Season 5, Episode 5. 
And before I get into this, I know a lot of people ask me if I watch the Whitney reviews and I don't. I, I've mentioned that before. I just don't watch them because I feel like the Hills cast members have very selective memory. Someone just told me that she said she did go to Paris, but it was only for a week and she didn't understand why Lauren wouldn't go for a week. But I know that Whitney got dropped off at the airport, then picked up and like brought back to her house. I don't know if the week was like at a later date or whatever, but I do have issues with the Hills cast members and their memories. Um, it seems like they all just want to say it was all fake, but I genuinely don't believe everything was fake. And I also feel like the Hills was distorted reality for them. I mean, I think Lowe said during her interview something to the effect of, you know, people's feelings would get hurt because that line would be drawn and production would say certain things. So it was hard for them to always know what was fake and always know what was real. So that just, that's, yeah, that's why I don't watch the, the, the Whitney reviews. I know someone called me a Whitney hater once. I'm like, I promise I don't hate Whitney. It's just, I like to take my own, like, take on the, <laughs> I like to take my own take on the take of the take. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like to recap my own episodes, I guess. But this episode is called, I Always Had a Little Crush. Now it's been a while, so you know what I have to do. Previously on The Hills, we are reminded about Colby, Heidi's ex-boyfriend, and how Heidi wants Spencer to be a better man. She's like, Spencer, you have to be a better guy, be more like Colby. And Spencer's like, Colby's no way, there's no chance I'm going to be like him. We're also reminded that Audrina needs to get over Justin. So she set her eyes on the last person anyone expected, Brody. Unfortunately, Brody was dating Jade. <laughs> I love how everyone, like, this whole episode, they're just like, oh yeah, Brody's girlfriend, yeah, who cares if he cheats on her? Like, that's a common theme throughout the whole episode. But we're also reminded that the girls are crashing Hawaii boys trip. And in Hawaii, Lo, Lauren, Steph, and Audrina land. And as Steph is walking, shows the boys will be so mad at us. Yeah, they won't be happy. Audrina says quickly, and we're at the boys' hotel room. It's Doug, Brody, and Frankie. They're all chatting. I'm so relaxed. I, I can't even open my eyes, Brody says, like, smiling. And he's, like, leaning back in his chair, and he's, like, sipping a Bud Light. And he's just like, I'm so relaxed, dude. My eyes aren't even open. I'm like, Brody, you are stony baloney, sir. But the girls end up rolling up. They kind of go around the hotel into the back lounge area where the boys are hanging out. And it's interesting because a second before the girls show up, Brody is sipping on Bud Light, but when we get his first reaction, he's drinking a Corona during his reaction shot. So typically, I do not find, like, mis-edits on the hills. I know people tell me about them all the time. It's really hard for me to find them on my own, but I found that one on my own, and I was pretty proud of myself. I can't lie. But Brody does seem, like, really mad that the girls are there. Are you terribly disappointed we're here? Can I get a uh, can I get an explanation on why you're uh, why you're here right now? Brody's saying like with a big smile. He's like, I need a uh, this is a boys' weekend. What are you doing on the boys' weekend? I need an explanation. This is a boys' trip. Frankie says like kind of just echoing Brody as he does. This isn't a boys' trip. You would have missed us the whole time. Lauren says with a smile, and then Brody says he's not upset. He's just surprised. And Doug's like, well, we all need to do shots. So Brody looks really mad, but he's not mad. He's just surprised. He can't believe the girls rolled up on him, all surprised. Um, and by the way, it was Lo who said, are you terribly disappointed we're here? <laughs> 
So now we are surfing in Hawaii. We have a nice montage of that. We love it. Someone's like on a surfboard, then does a headstand. So super cool. Reminds me of Blue Crush. Um, but they're all laying on the beach. Brody's in the water. And Lo says they're going to have a party in the boys' room. She's like, yeah, tonight we'll go back to the boys' room and we'll have a party. And Audrina casually mentions Justin Bobby. She's like, I wonder what Justin's doing. But it's definitely a voiceover. It's definitely not her saying, or she does say that at some point. But it's like the back of her head and they just throw a uh, voiceover over it. And she's like looking out beyond the water and looks so upset. And, and she's zoning out. But the boys are starting to comment on everybody surfing. They're like, people are being barreled out there. I don't know what that means, but I'm assuming they're being wiped out by the waves. Are you checking out Brody? Lauren says in an obvious voiceover again. A lot of this scene is a voiceover. And then Steph's like, what if Justin was here and he just crashed? He's, he's not here. I talked to him this morning. Are you kidding? You guys are impossible, Steph says. It's like a, it's like a hate and love relationship. Not even a relationship. I don't know what it is. Audrina says, and I love that she didn't say love-hate relationship. She's like, no, this is like a hate-love. It's clearly turning into a hate-hate relationship, but we'll get into that later. You can't keep waiting for Justin, Steph says. And Audrina goes, Stephanie, I'm not. And it looks like Audrina is holding back tears while we see Brody swimming back to shore on his surfboard. So it looks like Audrina's very upset, and her man Brody is going to swim Swim through the waves and, and give her a hug and make her feel better. Now, back in L.A., we are at Barnes & Noble in the Grove, which is somewhere that Spidey always loves to go. I know that that's where a lot of their um, paparazzi pictures will be taken is, like, in the Grove. Um, but Heidi is trying to get him to read a self-help book. She picks up a book. She's like, how about this one? And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I was looking right at Playboy. You know me. I love Playboy. I'm like, ew. Okay, Spencer. All right. It's for the articles, right? I remember that was like a weird joke when I was younger when people would like, boys would be like, or like adult men would joke around me and be like, oh, I read Playboy for the articles. And I'm like, eh, this is weird. Can we not joke about this? I'm eight. Anyway, back to Barnes and Nobles with, with the Spideys. Heidi tells him that Colby is coming into town and that they're all getting dinner. And Spencer just goes, I think we should bring this up in therapy. I don't, I don't know why you're doing this. We should bring it up in therapy. Don't be jealous. It's not like it's Stacy. Should I bring a prayer? Uh, Spencer says with like a big smile on his face. And then um, Spencer starts making fun of, uh, and then Spencer starts making fun of Bible college. He's like, what do you even do at Bible college? I don't know anybody who went to Bible college. Do you just read the Bible at Bible college? And Heidi's like nodding her head, like smiling. And it's so funny because now they both seem like very into the religion thing. I know Heidi is. Her Pratt Prayers page gives me life. I don't know if Spencer is, but I'm kind of like guessing he is now. I don't know. Back at Turtle Bay Resort, all drinking by the pool. They're doing a cheers because they always do cheers, right? Like this group of people loves a good cheer. Unfortunately, we don't hear what the cheers actually says, but we see Brody kind of checking out Audrina and he goes, your, uh, your swimsuit's very revealing. It looks good, but it's, uh, it's revealing. And Lauren's drunk. I wish we got drunk Lauren every episode, all episode, and that is the hill I will always die on. But Lauren looks over at Brody and she goes, it's a one piece. Sexiest one piece I've ever seen. And then they count down to the sunset, which I thought was kind of interesting. It's not something I've ever done. 
But they're like, oh, it's happening, it's happening, turn around, turn around, three, two, one. And then the sun like just goes down really quick. I'm like, is that how sunsets work? I, I guess I haven't looked at a sunset in a very long time. But I was like, I don't think you can count it down to the second. But Steph asks who's single, and then I'm going to play an audio clip in three, two, one. Audrey Noble, what would you consider yourself? Single. No more JV? He's that kind of like on the side, but you're like still in the field. Do you still like him enough that you wouldn't hook up with anyone else even though you're not together with him? No. I'll say no for her. If she meets a guy that literally blows Justin away in every which way, then she's going to be like, oh my God. Am I right or wrong? You're right. Now, the idea of me being drunk and this man who looks like a Greek god is like she's going to be with someone when they treat her absolutely amazing. I would fall in love too, Audrina. I don't blame you. And honestly, during this time, I was very much about Audrina and Brody. I thought they would have made a hot couple. We never got good-looking brunette couples. I know Audrina and Justin Bobby were a brunette couple. Let me go on my rant. MTV hates brunettes. You know how I feel. But I was all about these two because I remember re-watching The Hills. I mean, I'm re-watching The Hills now, but The Hills the first time, I thought Audrina was like the coolest chick in the world. And I thought Brody needed a more down-to-earth cool chick. And I thought that they would work really well together, even though he was dating Jade at the time. I was like, break up, break up, be with Audrina. Give us what we want. Give us what we really, really want. Now, back in LA, we're there for a restaurant scene. And honestly, I wish that this episode just took place in Hawaii. Like, it's getting to the point where I'm like, why? Why do we need to see Colby and Spencer and Heidi and this poor girl Ashley go on a date together? And I know it's because none of the cast would film with Spidey, and they needed some kind of storyline that didn't involve a sister. But that is what we're getting. And again, I'm just like, I would rather see Drunk Turtle Bay Resort than anything. But we're listening to Spencer explain why he went on the date. He's like, you know what? The only reason I'm here is because I know Colby's a virgin. I know you haven't had sex with him. That's basically, to sum up, what Spencer says. And I'm like, oh, dude, like, ugh. But Ashley and Colby walk in, and they, Ashley seems really sweet. Heidi asks what they did today. She's like, we went to Rodeo Drive because I love to shop. Like, I, we went there two days in a row. And Heidi's like, it's really great. And then she kind of, like, insults Heidi. But I don't know if she meant to. She's like, you look different. You don't even look like the same person. I've seen pictures of you when you were younger, and you don't even look like the same person. And this is when Heidi did start getting plastic surgery. It obviously wasn't as insane as it was at the end of season six, beginning of season six, whatever, whenever she got all those surgeries. But she was slowly, like, she got a nose job, a chin job, a boob job. She was slowly getting plastic surgery done. But after that, there's like an awkward silence and Colby and Ashley order water. Spencer and Heidi are shocked. They're like, um, you're not going to get drinks? And they're like, we'll have water. And then Spencer's like, I think tequila shots would be good. And they're like, no, we're just going to have water. Thank you. And Spencer's like, why don't you drink? And Ashley says, nothing good comes from it. Awkward silence again. So, uh, so where are you guys staying? Heidi asks. We're at the Orlando. Um, we got two separate rooms there. Oh my God, the way that Spencer reacts to this, you would have thought he said that they were cousins and married or something. He's like, he gets like very insane. He goes, what, what, you guys, you mean you hug at the door? You hug at the door and then you go in your separate rooms. It's important to save stuff for marriage, Colby says. And Heidi looks at Spencer and she goes, not for Hugh Hefner Jr. over here. 
And Spencer with his big toothy grin, he's like, I had a subscription to Playboy since I was 14 years old. That is me. I had a, uh, a, a subscription to Playboy since I was 14, like with his big smile. And Colby says he was raised Baptist and you don't do that. You don't dance. And he's like trying to explain his point of view. And even if I don't agree with someone's religion, I always try and at least hear them out. But Spencer's just like nodding his head, looking at him like he's a fucking alien. And then he's like, do you want to go boxing tomorrow? I know you have a lot of pent up stress. And Colby's like, okay. And then Spencer like licks his teeth. (laughs) No, he doesn't. But back in Hawaii, Steph is like, Brody is so pissed at us. And Lauren's like, nope. And then Steph and Audrina have a little talk in the bathroom. Like Steph's like really pushing Audrina and Brody. And she's like, do it to get back at Justin. You know, he'd be so mad if you had hooked up with Brody. And everyone's like just pushing Audrina to hook up with Brody. And I'm like, what about Jade? Does, I know nobody really cares for Jade, but she's still dating Brody. And you still have to at least respect that a little bit, even if you don't want to. Like, really? (laughs) Now we're back in LA at a fitness club and Spencer keeps saying if he was a virgin, he'd die. He's like, I would kill myself. I I would die if I was a virgin. I love sex, whatever the fuck Spencer's saying. He's like, "How how do you get through it? And Colby says, a lot of prayer, a lot of time with the Lord. And Spencer says, there could be an earthquake and you'd die virgins. And Colby's like, I don't care. I'll be fine. I'll be fine, whatever. Are there a lot of you out there? Meaning virgins. Um, Not even, they're like 22, 21, 22 at this point. Are there a lot of you out there? Yeah, everyone is like that. Where in the Bible, where in the Bible does it say you need to be a virgin until you get married? And Colby's like, I don't know the exact verse. And then Spencer just goes, you're like hanging out with an alien. (laughs) Like, so rude. I don't know. I'm trying to like think about it. And I'm not, I mean, I was a virgin until I was older whatever, I was like 21. But if I met someone, like I'm 30 now, and if I met somebody, say they were a 30-year-old virgin or whatever, I don't think I'd ask that many questions. I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. I don't know. Like, you you do whatever's right for you. Whatever. It's, ugh, I don't know. That scene actually, I'm like, am I a prude? <laughs> I was like, I don't like this at all. So we are back in Hawaii at a restaurant and they do cheers to the best boys trip ever, even though the boys don't want us here, Lauren says with a big smile. They love, like I said earlier, they love a good cheers moment. So Frankie and Steph start to gossip about Brody and Audrina and she's like, there's an attraction. And Brody and Audrina start to flirt. Like we see them kind of flirting, making eyes and Frankie goes, get a room already. Not going to lie, I already said I had a little crush, Audrina like says with a big smile. And then Brody gives her a look. Brody kind of looks her up and down. She said she had a crush on him. He doesn't respond. He just kind of looks at her. Maybe gives her a little bit of bedroom eyes. But I think Brody always gives bedroom eyes. Like even if he doesn't mean to, he's probably like giving you bedroom eyes. Now we're back at the Spidey apartment for Bible study. Colby and Ashley show up with Bibles and Spencer and Heidi have their Bibles and they start reading the Bible verse about being a virgin until you're married and Spencer makes a big joke out of it and then Spencer's like on his phone ignoring them. Like Colby and Ashley are trying to speak about their point of view. Heidi's engaged at least, like nodding her head. Whether she agrees with it or not, she's trying to give them the attention since they're at their home, like spending time reading the Bible, she's nodding her head and Spencer's just texting on his phone, ignoring the word of the Lord. 
Back at Turtle Bay, we keep having those looks between Brody and Audrina. And honestly, whoever like edited The Hills deserves a Golden Globe or something. Because the way they edit the looks and like the longing glances and the dirty looks, even if they weren't actually looking at the person, they did a great job. Someone's trying to get laid. I don't know who says that. I did not write down who says that. And then Frankie goes, Audrina wants to get laid. And Audrina like goes up to a woman and gets the lay put around her. And she goes, I just got laid. Like all fucked up. Audrina is wasted. Again, I do wish that they let the Hills cast go off the rails a little bit more. But I don't know. Like imagine if the Hills was more like Vanderpump Rules. I don't think Lauren would have been able to make it. But Audrina like walks off with her lay and Brody looks over at Frankie and Doug and he's like, listen, Audrina's hot, but I have a girlfriend. Yeah, Brody, we know you have a girlfriend. Her name is Jade. Nobody else seems to give a fuck, only you, <laughs> which is sad. I mean, that's a good thing, I guess. So Audrina sulks away and she actually ends up calling Justin Bobby and tells him the trip is going good. And then Brody walks in. He walks into her room and he's like, you know, I was so excited to see you. And then Brody hits her with this line. I don't want it to be awkward. I think you're a very sweet person. And if we decide to, you know, when, when nobody's around late night, feelings are feelings. And they both smile. I mean, how charming is that? If we decide to do it and nobody's around late night, I mean, feelings are feelings. Shakespeare could never. So it fades to black. The next morning, we're still in Hawaii. And Lauren says she didn't sleep great. She like walks out where Lowe's sitting in the living room. So Audrina stayed with Broats with the Broadster. Lowe says, stayed in his room, Lauren asks quickly. I don't know if they hooked up and I don't want to speculate. And then Lauren goes, go wake up Steph. So Lowe goes and wakes up Steph and pulls her out like of the bedroom and Steph's like, oh my God, she looks a mess. It's so funny. And they all start talking and Steph says, all that I know is that she slept at Brody's. That's all we know about this situation. We don't know if they hooked up. We don't know anything other than the fact that they shared a bed. Back in LA, Spencer and Heidi are having lunch and Spencer says Colby is the right guy for her. And Heidi just thinks values are important. Important. She's like, you know, he's not the right guy for me. I just think values are really important. If I acted like Colby, you'd be bored in a week, Spencer says with his toothy grin. And Heidi's like, I just want you to be nice to people. I want you to get along with my sister and my mom and not be mean to literally every single person. And Spencer just kind of gives her a look like, "Mm," you know, with his fucking teeth and his tongue moving over his teeth. You know what kind of look I'm talking about. Back in Hawaii. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Sorry. Back in Hawaii, Brody walks out and Doug goes, I saw uh, Adrena walking out in a bathing suit. And, I don't, and Brody just goes, I messed up. I cheated on my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, okay, Brody, that easy? You're just going to be like, yeah, I fucked someone else. Oops, my bad, whatever. And Doug just goes, do you think uh, Jade will be upset? Obviously, Jade's going to be upset, Doug. Obviously. She's dating Brody and he slept with Audrina. Of course, Jade's going to be upset. And then Frankie's like, you know, Audrina's telling all the other girls what's happening right now. And they're going to tell Jade. And Brody's like, no, 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 it ain't even like that. And Frankie just goes, girls are evil. Shut the fuck up, Frankie. (laughs) So back to the girls' room. Lowe says that they were probably wasted and passed out. And Steph's like, I don't even want to know. Liar, Lauren says. Are you going to tell Jade? That's not our place. 
Both Lo and Lauren are like, we're not going to tell Jade. That's not our place. And Audrina walks out and joins the gals. And Steph asks about Brody. And she's like, yeah, you know, we hooked up or whatever she says. And Steph's like, you know, between you and Jade, it's going to become World War III. Then, then let's start a war, whatever. Okay, Audrina baddie. Audrina's ready to go to war for Brody. And Brody's not even like ready to buy her dinner. So that's where that is. Um, so that's the episode. It's kind of a setup episode of what is going to happen later in the season. But I do think this episode did a really good job of setting all that up. Because again, at this point, Lauren is just a side character. Lauren was dating somebody during this, wouldn't have it filmed. I mean, they needed some kind of drama. And I am sure that Brody and Audrina, although they weren't real, they probably have been drunk and made out at least once or twice. Who wouldn't make out with Audrina? Who wouldn't make out with Brody? They're two beautiful brunettes. Let them make out. Um, but yeah, that's the episode. And this is an episode, this is a question I get a lot about Jen and Audrina and how like Lauren reacted different to Jen than she did Audrina hooking up with Brody. And that is because allegedly Jen Bunny sold stories to tabloids. Don't know how true that is, but that's like the alleged rumor that has always gone on and they needed to get Jen off the show and didn't know how to do it. So that's kind of like the storyline they went with. Lauren was more mad about the tabloids, but again, this is when they weren't breaking fourth wall, and that is why um, Lauren was more mad at Jen rather than Audrina. All right, my good people, open up a water bottle, take a sip of your coffee, have a mimosa, whatever you do when you listen to Pop Culture Brunch, it is time to take a sip because we have some tea that we're going to talk about. Ooh, I kind of like that. I've never said it like that before. Now, I have to start off with the fact that Adele went on Instagram Live and reminded me why she is one of my favorite celebrities of all time. Adele is absolutely hysterical. Like, yes, she's obviously banana land talented. Like, she is so talented. She's one of my favorite vocalists of all time. But she's also so funny. When she was on SNL, she was so fucking funny. When she was on Ellen's show at, like, the smoothie shop, so funny. In this live, it was just her being her. Her sense of humor is immaculate. It is so on point. And I don't even think she's meaning to be funny. But someone was like, are you going to do a duet with Peppa Pig? She's like, Peppa Pig? No! It's very funny. There are clips all over the internet of this Adele Instagram live. The whole time she's like, I want to invite some people. I'm not going to, I almost tried to do the accent. I know better because my accents aren't great. I can do one thing with an Irish accent and that is it. But back to Adele. She's like, people want to be invited into my live. I don't know how to do it. And um, Troy Savan commented and he was like, I'll try and help. She's like, Troy, please help me. And then Alicia Keys was like, girl, do you need help? And she's like, yes, I need help, but nobody's helping me. <laughs> it was a really great live. Um, she said that she loves Beyonce. You know, she'd love to collaborate with Taylor Swift or Doja Cat and it wouldn't surprise me if eventually we get a Adele Taylor collab. I don't know why. I feel it in my bones. I feel like something may happen there, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put it out there too much into the universe just yet. That's just something between us, okay? But she also said that her album is going to be mostly about her divorce, which makes sense. Obviously, she's been going through that for the last few years, and she was like, basically, I made this album so my son could understand why him, why his father and I got divorced. And I was just like, 
I'm ready to rip my heart out and put it right on the chest, right on my desk. I need to cry to the Adele album. Like, of course, I'm excited for the Red re-record, but I am ready for Adele's album. I am so excited. And again, if you can find any clips of her Instagram live, they're all over Twitter and TikTok. You definitely should watch them. She's very funny. Speaking of SNL, I know I just talked about Adele on SNL, but Miss Kim Kardashian hosted, or Kim Kardashian West, I'm sorry, Kim Kardashian West hosted Saturday Night Live for the first time, and people were upset about it. Deborah Messing, who plays Grace on Will and Grace, she put out some tweet being like, I've wanted to do this for years, but someone who's talentless gets to do it. And I guess like, I don't know. I understand hosting Saturday Night Live is a really big deal. And I know it's like a prestigious honor to do so. But I'm also kind of like, Kim Kardashian is famous. I get she was famous off like a sex tape. Honestly, I'm not gonna, I don't even care for the Kardashians. But Kim has worked her ass off to become, you know, a fucking household name. Whether you hate her or you love her, you know who Kim Kardashian is. Do you know who Deborah Messing is? Maybe. I mean, the Kardashian family has forced their way into our lives, whether we like to admit it or not. And I actually watched some of her clips, and I thought she was pretty funny. I thought her opening monologue, she delivered it well. I loved the Bachelor clip that was there that had, like, Tyler C., Chase Crawford, Chris Rock, Jesse Williams, who's one of the most beautiful men I've ever seen in my whole life. But can we talk about someone really quick? Can we go back to Chase Crawford? So I have been lusting after Chase Crawford since 2007 when the first episode of Gossip Girl aired. I have had a crush on him for such a long time. And I don't know if I've told this story. If I have, I'm sorry I'm repeating myself. But I tried really hard to get Chase on the podcast. I somehow got a hold of his agent's email and we went back and forth. And then I was like, well, what about like a personalized video? Like if he's not going to do the podcast, what if I just ask, like, what if I paid 300 bucks for a Chase Crawford shout out? And he was like, it's more like thousands. And I was like, what do you mean thousands? He's like, if you want a shout out from Chase, we'll have to get, you know, thousands of dollars and then see if he even wants to do it. And it really hurt me. (laughs) It did. But I'm still lusting after Chase Crawford and seeing him on Saturday Night Live and seeing the way he looked as he walked into the after party, it cemented it. It cemented my feels for him. And I, one thing I think about a lot when it comes to Chase, because people are like, oh, you know, he cheated on Carrie Underwood. Let's make one thing clear. That was a PR relationship from the start. But um, Chase's brother-in-law is Tony Romo, because Tony Romo married Chase's sister, but Tony Romo also dated Carrie. And I'm like, oh, what a weird little tangled web that we weave in Hollywood. Anyway, Chase Crawford, I think he is a teenage crush that I will never grow out of. He's definitely like one of my top celebrity crushes. I need to talk about him more. Um, That's my resolution for 2022. Talk about Chase Crawford more than I do already. Now, I don't know how many of you follow the challenge. I know I talk about it, maybe not every week, but here and there. But over the weekend, Fessie, who was on Big Brother, I never watched him on Big Brother, He was down in Tampa for a fan event. They do something called Challenge Mania. I really want to go to one someday. Um, If they ever come to Nashville, I'm going to go to a Challenge Mania, whether I have people to go with or not. But they always go to like bars after and party after. And he was spotted getting very cozy with with a woman at the bar. And 
he has been dating Amanda. Amanda is one of the baddest bitches to ever grace the challenge screen. A lot of people call her Satan herself, but I love Amanda. I think Amanda is great for TV. She's a good competitor. She's a lot of fun. But she was like, she sent out a tweet and she's like, I've seen the pictures. I've seen the videos. Please stop tagging me in them. I'm done with this dude. So I have a feeling what's going to happen. Fessy like said a couple things, but hasn't really addressed the rumors. Amanda's gone off on Twitter. Um, but I know next week or in two weeks, they're filming the reunion for the challenge. And I can't wait to see Fessy get dragged. I am so excited for it. You know what he's going to say. He'll be like, we were never officially anything. We weren't even an official couple. We were just like hanging out. I don't know. We weren't official. I cannot wait to see Ashley and Amanda go after Fessy. That's what I'm excited for. But yeah, so they're broken up. Amanda says like she's completely done with them. I actually believe that. But if you think about it, when it comes to Amanda, she's also very smart. So they should do another ex's season of the challenge. I don't care what anybody says. Her ex would be Fessy. And if they did Rivals, it would be Michelle from Survivor. So, I mean, if they do one of those theme seasons, Amanda's kind of set. And I love that for her. Now, guys, I did something over the weekend. I watched the Justin Bieber documentary on, um, on Amazon Prime. It wasn't a documentary, though. I will watch any documentary about a musician, to make that clear. Even if I'm not super interested in the musician themselves, I always find it interesting what goes on behind the scenes and kind of their come up. But Justin's documentary was him kind of like filming himself with Haley on a walk and then all of his performances from the show he did on New Year's Eve and some of the backstage stuff. But I was just kind of like, oh, like this was more of a concert experience. Maybe you should tell people it's a concert experience because then I wouldn't have watched it. But he did say he, him and Haley, he looks at Haley, he's like, can we uh, try squishing out a munchkin? Or he didn't even say munchkin. He said something else. Squishing out a nugget. That's what he said. Can we try squishing out a nugget? And she's like, maybe. I don't think Haley wants to have a child right now. But I do think Justin has wanted to have kids for a really long time. I remember on interviews when he's like 16, he's like, by the time I'm 25, I want to be married with kids. And then he got married to Haley right after he turned 25. Um... But still no kids yet. And yeah, seeing Squish Out a Nugget, I was kind of like, oh, that's one way to put it. But yeah, overall, the documentary was just performances. And I think Justin is a talented dancer. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of like his adult voice, I guess. He's a great dancer. People really love him. I'm not going to take away his talent, even if I'm not his biggest fan. But that documentary was not a documentary. It was a concert special. Can we talk about Dog the Bounty Hunter just for a minute? I know, I know that the Brian Laundry case is still all over the news. I personally think Brian Laundry is in a different country somewhere. Um, the FBI lost him. His parents aren't being helpful. I don't think he lives under the garden, like some people are saying. I don't even think he's in, like, Florida. I think he is in a different country. He had too much time to get away. And I don't think he'll kill himself either. But Dog the Bounty Hunter, when I saw he was on the case, I was kind of like, hell yeah, he's on the case. Hell yeah, dog. Like, because he actually does have a lot of, like, captures. I guess you call them captures under his belt. He's very good at his job. But then I found out that he's just trying to sell a show about him hunting Brian Laundry. And I'm just kind of like, you know what, dog? I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. And then I got sad because I was trying to root for Dog the Bounty Hunter to beat the FBI in finding him. But at the end of the day, I do think he's out of the country. 
and it's very unfortunate. I don't think his parents are ever going to talk. Um, but I guess we'll just have to have to wait and see what happens with that. But shame on you, Dog the Bounty Hunter, for trying to cash in on this. Now, a lot of people know that the Gabby Petito case was kind of solved by TikTok, by vloggers um, finding her uh, van and all of that stuff. So we're going to talk about TikTok because a lot of people are starting to think that people who are sleuthing on TikTok are legitimate, right? Like it's becoming like a Reddit almost. But but the entertainment world got bamboozled. They got they got made a fool of because a bunch of media outlets like Just Jared, E News, um, BuzzFeed picked up on this TikTok that Selena and Chris Evans are allegedly together. Nope. What happened was one of Selena's people on TikTok, a fan on TikTok, was like, what if she was dating Chris Evans? I mean, they could be spotted at this restaurant and this and that. And like, put all these scenarios together. And the picture they used of Selena was like from 2016. And then the pictures they used of Chris were from like 2020. But because TikTok cracked the um, Gabby Petito case, they're like, oh, they must know that Selena and Chris are dating too. And that was a total fake out. They are not dating, weren't even hanging out. I do want to say something interesting about Chris Evans. If you read celebrity blinds about him, he has a sex dungeon allegedly. Like he is very into like BDSM and and um and yeah, he allegedly has a sex dungeon with like sex swings and sex toys and that is that's some <laughs> that is a blind about Chris Evans. A picture of Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka came out and let me just say that is the man who will give your kid weed. If you go to that Willy Wonka, he will definitely lace that with some CBD or THC and your kids will be high as fuck. So don't buy candy from Tim Lee Chalmay as Willy Wonka. Honestly, Willy Wonka always creeped me out. I've never even seen Willy Wonka because I always thought it was weird. I always thought it was creepy. I've seen enough clips to like know what it is as a movie and as a whole and, and know that I don't want to watch it. But yeah, I always felt like it was really weird and I really don't need to know his backstory. I don't need to know why he decided to turn children into blueberries and do whatever else he's doing. Vanderpump Rules is back for a new season, and honestly, I like this season. I know we're only two episodes in by the time this comes out. Well, this comes out Tuesday morning, so we'll be on our third episode, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's so boring, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what would Jax have added to this? What would Kristen have added? What would Stassi have added? I really don't think there's really much that could be added. I understand it's different. But I do like it without Jax because I really hated that man. <laughs> like, I don't think I've ever disliked a reality TV villain more than Jax Taylor. Not even Spencer. Well, maybe Spencer. Maybe they're like hand in hand. And Johnny Bananas, who cheated on his girlfriend, by the way. He's another one who cheated. Johnny Bananas was dating um, Morgan. Uh, her last name starts with a W. I'm not going to, I'm going to pronounce it incorrectly if I try. But they've been dating for quite some time and he allegedly cheated on her. And she found out and they broke up, but Johnny has not said anything about the relationship because Johnny is untouchable in Johnny's mind. What was I just talking about? Oh, Vanderpump Rules, right. So I actually really like Charlie. I think Charlie is a good addition. She goes toe-to-toe -to -toe with Lala, who sometimes needs to be put in her place, I think. Um, Sheena, everyone has always hated Sheena. Do I think she's, like, desperate? Sure. But do I think she's also, like, funny and now plays into the desperation more? Yes. She knows her role in the show. Let's put it that way. I like people who know their role, whether it's stir the pot, whether it's this or that or whatever the case may be. 
I can appreciate it when they know their role and they play it well. And that's Sheena. Ariana is by far my favorite on the cast. Tom Sandoval annoys me sometimes, but I also like him. I also really like Katie. I know not many people like Katie. Katie's one of my favorites. Um, Tom Schwartz is just like a golden retriever of a man, but also has treated Katie really poorly. So, you know, I don't think it's that different. I don't think it's bad. I don't think anything. I think people just want to hate it because it's different, which I get. I mean, I hated Hill's New Beginnings for a long time until it actually started to get a little bit better. Now, I don't know if you guys have heard about this. Megan Trainer, and this is from a few weeks ago, but I didn't talk about it last week. Megan Trainer and her spy kid's husband, Daryl, um, they have a bathroom that has toilets directly next to each other. And she recently talked about how they poop next to each other sometimes. Now, she has retracted that statement and said, we've only pooped next to each other one time, but we do pee next to each other. And he has seen me poop. You know... There are moments in my life where I wonder why. Why do people do or say these things? If you want to poop next to your significant other, that's cool. But I don't think it's necessary for an interview. Um, Megan, maybe like, maybe just take it down a notch. Make, maybe take it down a notch or two. You already said it. You can't take it back. People think you're, you're pooping, holding hands, singing together. Also, isn't their house probably big enough for at least three Rest, like bathrooms. I almost said restrooms, but I feel like restrooms are just public. Like if you're in someone's home, maybe I'll say where's, no, I always say where's the bathroom, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, they definitely have enough bathrooms in that home where they don't need to shit next to each other. So this is a choice that they're making and I hate that choice. Now, Jessie Nelson. Do you guys remember her? She left Little Mix. She put out a big statement saying it was about her mental health. She couldn't be a part of a group anymore. And then she announced that she was coming out with a solo album or a solo career. It reminded me very much of Zayn because he said the same thing leaving One Direction. He was like, being a part of a group is really bad for my mental health and, you know, I need to take a break. And then a few months later, he has Pillow Talk out on the radio and everyone's like, oh, I thought you were, you were done with this. And Jesse has said, you know, it's actually just being in a group that's bad for my mental health, not being an artist. And everyone's kind of like, oh, okay. Now, she has released her first solo song, and it is almost the exact same as Bad Boys for Life from by Diddy. Um, it's like a, basically a remix version of it. It's called Boys, and it's, the music video is exactly like Bad Boys for Life 2. Diddy even makes an appearance, but I just couldn't get into this song. I didn't like it, and I actually felt old listening to it because I like Little Mix. I like their music a lot, and I was trying to give Jesse a chance but I just couldn't do it. I will say Nikki's verse is really good. Nicki Minaj is featured on it. I thought that they did a, that she did a great job, but overall the song, I'm going to say it's a flop. I want to know what you guys think. Um, but it's, it's just, it didn't do it for me. The music video was cool. Like I remember when I was younger, I loved the bad boys for life music video, but this one, it just, it didn't do it for me. I can't lie. Now, as we wrap up Pop Culture Brunch, I have to talk about Demi Lovato. Demi, of course, has a show on the Peacock channel, of the streaming Peacock channel, you know what I mean? And they talked to aliens, but today they went on record to say that calling aliens aliens is disrespectful to them, so we should call them ETs, extraterrestrials. They basically said, no, I call them ETs because I know that's what they like to be called. Oh my God, Demi. 
You need to stop. Like, Demi is so fucking talented. Why? Why are they doing a show on aliens, chasing aliens, and telling me how I should refer to fucking aliens? What is wrong with you? Demi, I need you to, to not do this. <laughs> I'm worried about Demi, guys. Demi. I'm worried about it. I'm, I'm worried about them. I know that there have been many, a many, a many a Demi corners in this podcast lifetime. I'm going to go on record saying I am very worried about Demi Lovato. There. I said it. And that's how we're going to wrap up Pop Culture Brunch. And I'm still going to say Alien Show, not E.T. Show. I'm sorry. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Nostalgia and Now. It's good to be back. Thank you guys for, you know, listening, tagging me in your stories of you listening. That's honestly one of my favorite things is like Tuesday when people are like, oh, listening to my podcast. I'm like, oh, you tagged me. Thank you. I appreciate it. But no, seriously, I appreciate you guys so much for hanging around for as long as you have with with little old me and with Laguna Biatch and all of that. There is some fun stuff coming up. It's going to be more beyond the blinds related rather than nostalgia in now. But of course, like I'm involved. So maybe it's not completely not Laguna Biatch. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of forming into something really cool. There are some really cool things I want to talk about, but I can't talk about it until... It happens because if I talk about it, then it might not happen. But it's something that we wanted to happen pre-COVID. But unfortunately, obviously, COVID derailed my plans for something, which was literally like one of the least worst things that could have happened. I was very lucky throughout all of COVID. I will say that. I know COVID's still happening. But I've been really lucky to be able to have a job. And, you know, luckily I haven't lost anybody to COVID. And what I did lose in the in the big scheme of things wasn't that big of a thing. Um, but, yeah, there are some fun announcements coming along the way, um, probably within the next week or two. So if you're not following Beyond the Blinds, make sure to follow over there. But, of course, I'll post it on Laguna Biatch, too, because you know me. But thank you guys so much for the support, and I will talk to you next week. The following week, there will be no new episode just because I am traveling for a wedding. But I will talk to you guys later. Bye.